From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 544. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace and Pen Chalet. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Good. We took a break, which we haven't done in a really, really long time. We had a week off, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super strange, I will admit that, mm-hmm. especially since prior to that, I had recorded a guest episode, which I had pre-recorded like yep. a week prior to yep. the actual guest episode happening. So it's been like three weeks since you and I have actually mm-hmm. talked live on the podcast. So how, how have things been in these past three weeks? You have any good holidays? You're, you're all relaxed, refreshed, had, have a, had had a good holiday season so far? Yeah, pretty decent. Pretty decent. Mm. I had a good Christmas. I did throw my back out two days before oh, Christmas. Oh, man. So, you know, just really compounding, because I don't know if you were aware, but I sprained my ankle before we went on vacation. That so, part I missed. Yeah. So before we went on vacation, I sprained my ankle pretty bad, like mm-hmm. two days before. Mm-hmm. And Oof. like, I'm still kind of like, that's, you know, mostly back to normal now, but not completely. Mm-hmm. Two days before Christmas, threw my back out. So, you mm-hmm. know, I'm just like... I'm at, I'm just, all of these things, they're just getting piled <laughs> into 2022, right? You just like, they're all in, right? And now 2023, I can just, you know, all this stuff's happened. Yeah. So you, you connect, you kinetic chained yourself right into a back injury after spraining your, your ankle, you know, probably, yeah. you know, favoring one side. Now you've thrown out your back because you've had to take care of your ankle and yeah, that sucks. All of that stinks. So yeah, uh, as someone who throws their back out about once a year, I, I don't wish that on anybody. It is mm-hmm. it is bad stuff. My bad my stuff, issue so. was I hadn't been working out because of the ankle injury, yep. and then went too hard. I threw it out at the gym. Yep. So I wasn't you. listening to my body, which was telling me like, "Hey, you've probably had enough for today." No, that was not the case. So I threw yeah. my back out. And humans so now, aren't very smart stupid, in that aspect, are we? Stupid. So now yeah. it's going to be even longer, you know, like probably another couple of weeks until I can yeah. start that again. But mm. learned a valuable lesson. We all do it. This mm-hmm. is a life lesson, and you've learned it for probably the next year or two, and you will do it again later. <laughs> it's just yep. the way it's going to be, yep. right? <laughs> yep. Although, if you ask my wife, we can mm-hmm. all say I've learned my lesson forever. Mm. Okay. We'll but between see. me we'll and see. you, yeah. It's going to happen again. It's totally, <laughs> I'm going to do it again. You know? It's totally going to happen I know who again. I am. <laughs> so hopefully you're you're back and better than ever in 2023. This yep. week on the show, I kind of wanted to close out 2022. Love it. Not with some like huge grand topic. I think maybe we'll, we'll talk about like 2023 goals and planning and you know, themes and all that stuff next in next week's episode, once the calendar turns, but I've kind of, I've kind of gone into like the nesting cleaning phase to wrap up the year. So we're going to do a big segment on that towards the end of the show um, today, because I have been just like totally getting into like cleaning, you Mm -hmm. know, and organizing, and this is a good week to do that. So we're going to, we're going to approach those topics uh, later in the show. Um, until then, I want to I want to catch up on a few things that uh, we missed over the last few weeks of not being live. Um, again, thanks to Mike Rohde for being a guest on the last episode we published, uh, episode five hundred forty three. Did you remember that Mike was the very first interview guest we had on the Panic Podcast over ten years ago? I did not remember it until you told me. Yep, I think what was it? Episode seventeen? Did I put that in that show? It was notes? something like remember. that. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, like yeah. episode seventeen 
uh, Mike Rohde was getting ready to launch the Sketchnote Handbook. And 10 years on, he was celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the Sketchnote Handbook. So what better time to have him back on, talk about all things sketchnoting. And it's still just going going great with the whole uh, Sketchnote um you know, sketchnote infrastructure, I guess, you know, everything is, is moving along smoothly. And it was great to kind of catch back up with him, introduce people to Mike who maybe haven't known about sketchnoting for the past 10 years and what Mike's involvement is with, you know, sketchnoting the whole movement and what he's been up to. So that was fun. We really enjoyed uh, that chat. It was great. I did listen back to our original interview uh, with with Mike. So <laughs> I was listening to it and all that we heard and I re- it came back vividly. Everything wherever Mike was recording, not you Mike, the the other Mike, Mike with an I, was recording was essentially like a downtown window room with like no like audio support and it was just horns honking the whole time oh, really? <laughs> in the background yeah because it that you know it's that point you know we weren't necessarily like completely dialed into our uh recording editing process but it was uh very funny to listen hey, Brad, to that come on, compared no, you can't to now say that. do you remember <laughs> the episode with the shower no that we had we uh, no, i'm not gonna name names but we had an we had a guest on the show. Yes, was in one room, right? And yes, we okay, could hear the yes. shower in the background because they were in like yes. a studio apartment. So, yes. like, look, you know, these things like <laughs> this is just what happens with guests, especially on this show, who are not like they don't have podcasts, they don't think of yeah. this, you know. Yeah. So I was pretty confident that Mike uh, was. Mike has his own podcast and yeah. his own podcast network and shoots videos for sketchnoting. I knew he was going to be dialed in this great. time, but yeah, that's what we did. That's what we did last time. You know, that's just what we do around here. Sometimes Mike, you just got to go with the flow and you know, I was actually really down and turn the showers on listening to the episode, you know, like mm-hmm. Mike has done such, such an incredible job of building like a whole thing around right. sketch notes. Like, it really is very impressive what he is, mm-hmm. uh, what he has done with that since that first conversation that we had with him. You know, right? But like to the level that sketchnoting is, and what I also really appreciated was his honesty and the way he felt like when he started seeing other people do it, mm-hmm. and was like, "No, this is mine. How dare you!" And right. then was like, "No, no, wait a second. Like, let's think about this." Like, I, I just liked that he just spoke about having that process because I can understand yeah. what that must have felt like for him at the time. But because I, he was able to embrace the idea of this being a community thing, look where he is now, right. where if he would have tried to lock that down, you know, not that you could have, but let's imagine that mm. that was his, like, he didn't want to share it. He wanted it to just be for him. And like right. his plan was he would just go to conferences forever and do these like on a fee, mm-hmm. which could have been a route that he'd taken. He would, that sketch note would not be as, as well known and as successful as it is now. So, so super cool. Yeah, I thought that was a very important part of the conversation. That's mm-hmm. something that you and I definitely like believe in that idea of like promoting it for all, right? You mm-hmm. know, let everyone use use these things and like you could do an entire episode just on that specific topic about yeah. like like, you know, you and I run businesses around things that we create and mm-hmm. you know, how do you manage, you know, questions like that that come up and like that could be like an entire hour long conversation just on that topic. So um it was great to hear that from Mike and 
I, you know, just like you, I was like nodding my head the whole time. Right. Like, yeah, like that's, that's what we believe in. And, and that's why Mike's, uh, Mike was back on 10 years later to like talk about this because of, of what he's done. It, that's hard to wrap my head around. Right. <laughs> that i did overthink that a couple times when i was writing the show notes and going back i was like really i'm having to go back to like episode 17 or whatever it was to like re to re-listen to this and i was like oh my gosh hilariously though because i just took a look at this in the real fm cms this was not the first now relay show that mike Rody was on he was on episode 120 of Mac Power Users in January 2014. It's like six months nice. before we had him on the show. Okay, cool. And isn't that hilarious? Like how Mac Power Users has been around for so long, but like mm-hmm. in 2014, they were on episode 120. <laughs> it's what amazing. A, like an absurd thing to think about. So. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. We could, I could get totally sidetracked, but like I'm super proud of all of this stuff. Like it, it's really cool that, that we still get to do this. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, I try not to think about it too much because it's like, ah, this shouldn't really happen. <laughs> but you know what happens, Mike? We do this for over 10 years and I end up reappearing on WNYC with 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 the big radio antenna, Mike. I was uh, back on WNYC um, right after we recorded our last episode. Um, I think that afternoon. So a bunch of people have seen hey, you know me talk what, about Brad? this. I just yeah. realized. I think that that's mm. an error with the CMS. What? There was no way that it that it was 2014, right? That we had him on. It was 10 years ago. It was 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I've, I've got a file. Oh bug report, yeah. There's bug reports well, see, coming. I, I thought we were more equal on numbers with MPU, but I'm not sure. Close. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it was yeah. episode, what, 17? I think that was the number. I'd have to go back and look For at the For some notes. reason, just that episode is dated as June 2014. The rest of them are correct. Yeah. I don't know why. Do you know? So I noticed this. So we're, we're completely derailed we're off the right rails now. now. So when I went to go listen to this, I had to go download it directly because it wasn't in order when I was pulling up the archive in Overcast. 17 was not in between 16 and 18. Well, so now that's go, making your boy's sense. Going to go fix that right now. <laughs> Welcome to the pen addict. Uh, um, this hilariously, is your show about, uh, mm-hmm. our CMS does not allow me to go back before 2014. You will probably break uh, so much stuff if you yeah. try to move this. So. Uh, I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see into the matrix here. I oh, think yeah. this episode was amended in some way, and because of that, it's dated. It. Oh, fascinating. All right, interesting. <laughs> you probably tried to take out the 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 car honking or something like that. No, later. I think I might have added Mike in as a guest, like manually added him in as a guest. Uh, when we had like the guest linking through the yeah. CMS, like yeah. guest pages. Uh huh. And then anytime I've done that, it looks like it's dated the episodes as 2014. Interesting. Yeah, um, Marley's in the in the chat was is is correct and that i was prophetic and that like this week's about cleaning things up it turns out we just didn't know we were going to clean up the podcast cms you know i'm making a note and i'm gonna file a bug report <laughs> in github once this episode is over yeah. let's carry on with the pen addict shall we you know things run a lot smoother on wnyc mike i'm just saying how dare you <laughs> How dare you? You come in here, you know? Hey, you know, they say, Brad, 
you know, hey, why don't you call in at 107 uh-huh. and jump into this room and then the producer will get you. They'll prep you for like two minutes. They'll just get you in the queue, check your audio. Yep, your audio is good. All right, Allison's going to throw it to you in like three minutes. I'm like, sweet. That's how it runs. And then I'm just, you know, I'm over the air, Mike. That's just, that's how the big boys do it. Well, you know what? I love your public radio so much. You know what I mean? What are you doing here, huh? Why didn't you go over to NPR and see how they treat you? So I was back on WNYC, which we had talked about after the first one. Um, They said, let's have you back for a gift guide. You never know if that's going to happen. But sure enough, I was on the list. And they said, hey, Brad, gift guide episode, you in? I'm like, yes, I'm in. Just tell me when and where. And uh, so we recorded that a few weeks ago. So if if you want to listen to that, we have a link in the show notes. It's fun. Um, This time... We talked about last time how I never know what's going to happen. Like, I can't prep for this, right? I have some gift guide ideas in my hand, but a lot of times, especially what happened in the first episode and same thing happened with this episode, uh, Allison takes listener calls and then I just have to go. Mm-hmm. And like, all of that was fine, but Allison got me this time in the beginning of our conversation. She does like this whole you know, little setup on like the invention of the ballpoint pen. And she's like telling the story of like how the ballpoint pen was invented and things like that. So then she's, and we're bringing in, bringing in our guest, uh, you know, Brad Dowdy from the pen addict to talk about pen gifts. So Brad, how was the fountain pen invented? Jeez. And I'm like, <laughs> I did not prepare for this. <laughs> this is not on my list. <laughs> let's that go. was like, <laughs> hey, Allison, let's take a trip to Wikipedia together. <laughs> so I just had to pull something, uh, you know, just out of the ether, you know, and it was essentially a question like that, like to start with. And then after that, I was like, please get me to the listener calls. I, they're probably not going to ask me that question. <laughs> so it was really, really funny. And it, like that really put me on my heels from the jump. But hopefully I generically answered answered it well enough and then we got into the listener calls and the rest of that was was fun it's such a fun thing to do um i'm super glad that they called and we can thank the office ladies again certainly is why this is happening so uh, anyway in case you missed that mike i have that link in there for you to go listen to it's always you know i haven't listened to it yet but i want to so i'm i'm pleased you reminded me to do this today yeah yeah they do a little they have a little um embed to where you can just play like the certain segments of the day. And if I link to that, then you can see like the, the embed for just that segment. And it was like, I don't know, 15 minutes or something like that. So real short, real short little deal. So it's always fun. Mm -hmm. Since then, um, I have been on and off on Panatic reviews just on the blog. You know, we took some time off last week was my down week on the blog. So all the writers was off, were off. I was off over vacation and things like that. So I wanted to get back into writing reviews. And so I published one Monday, which was a very interesting product. And we might have mentioned it on the show before, just in passing. But Blackwing came out with a pencil extender. Mm. And it's not normally something I'd just be jazzed to review but I dislike this product's design so much. I was like, I guess I'm going to review this because I had very strong opinions about it. And by the time I get to writing the review, I kind of tamper those down a little bit. Like I'm not out here to just like destroy products that are terrible. Like if it's a bad product, like I won't even spend my time 
writing about it. But this isn't a bad product. I just think it's a lot of weird decisions went into making this product. And I was trying to like wrap my head around why why does this product exist? I'm not sure I got there other than, you know, Blackwing wants to make sure everybody has some Blackwing accessories to use with their Blackwing pencils. And like, that's fine. Like I even admitted in in part of the review that if I was sitting in Blackwing's design office and we had this idea for this pencil extender, like I, w- I would rubber stamp it. Like I'd say, yeah, let's mm-hmm. make this. But as a product, like I, I like looking at products like this that just should not exist. This I does not make sense their product better. When I saw the image, like, yeah, when you get down to like that pencil that's like two inches, it's impossible to hold, so stick this like piece of plastic on the end of it, and you can hold it like a regular pencil. Like I saw it, and was like, "Oh, that looks seems logical." Yeah, I mean, there's traditional pencil extenders have yeah. been around for as long as pencils have been around, right? Especially when you know back in the day when pencils were actually probably a luxury to buy like a single box of pencils right that would have been like percentage wise a very expensive thing so you want to use it right down to you until you can't use it anymore so you tape a stick onto the end of it and you'd end up you know continuing to write what i where i had an issue with this is the visual of breaking up like an iconic design into something uglier (laughs) you know like they didn't improve they didn't improve the experience enough to ruin the aesthetic of what is one of the best you know aesthetically designed pencils on the market so i don't know it's i i don't really technically have a problem with it 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 works it works fine if you're a blackwing fan you're gonna buy it but it just it breaks the magic for me, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't like products that that break the magic for me. And Blackwing is, is you know, say what you want about the company and the brand and the 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 redo of it. I, they've built, you know, a great brand off a beautifully designed pencil, and it's a product that I love. And then this just kind of breaks it for me. So, anyway, I thought it was worth spilling too many words on um <laughs> over, over the holidays and putting out as a review and uh yeah it's just a thing so i think what my end result was i'm going to keep this product but i'm going to uh make it mine i'm going to you know put some designs on this and maybe make it a little bit more fun like if i'm going to use this in a pencil extender uh blackwing pencil extender like i'm gonna draw on it or put some stickers on it and make mm-hmm. it at least a little bit more fun than just looking at this black stick sticking out the back of my Blackwing that really just mm-hmm. kind of ruins it for me. So anyway, that's me overthinking the minutia of stationery, but I guess that's why we're here, right? Wouldn't want anything else. Yep, yep. Um, we also had a post, um, Caroline, who writes a monthly Meet Your Maker post for the Pen Addict, um, featured John Tello in December from Hello Tello Studios and uh, Tesori uh, Pens, which I'm a newfound fan of. Um, so I, I just wanted to point that out because a lot of people might be traveling during the holidays and you're running behind on content and we don't publish like a completely full schedule during December. So in case you missed that, this was a great uh, interview. All of these have been great so far. I really appreciate the insight that Caroline gets from the makers. And um, I just met John back at the Atlanta Pen Show this year. So it was cool to see, you know, learn more about his story over the year and then Caroline get it uh, down in writing by the end of the year. So I thought it was kind of a 
kind of a good bookend for me personally, uh, just learning about John originally earlier in the year and then having the opportunity to work with him a bunch, buy a couple of his pens, yeah. have him participate in, you know, help us raising money for St. Jude, his own yep. uh, charity raising at uh, Scripting News Stories, which I supported. So it was a really cool, cool way to to go out the year on, on the Meet Your Maker article. So I appreciated that. I just want to let Caroline know and John know that uh, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. All right, let's take a break. Thank our first sponsor of this week's episode, and that is our friends over at Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell your products, services, and even the content that you create with Squarespace because they have got you covered. It is so easy to set up a beautiful website with their best-in-class templates. You can customize them to fit your needs. It's as easy as just browsing the category of site or business that you have to or that you want to create to find that perfect starting place and everything can be customized in just a few clicks. But I think we're going to talk about this later on in the episode today a little bit, but I've been changing kind of some of my where I am online in mm-hmm, my life. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I thought I needed like a new, like I wanted to create like a new like MikeHurley.net kind of landing page and i just went to my squarespace site created a new template customized it and within like half an hour i had exactly what i was looking for it's like kind nice. of like a little portfolio of these are all of the things that i make so so easy then if i wanted to like you can get blogging if you want to put a blog on your website they have all of the tools that you need to share stories photos videos updates and more you can categorize them share them and even schedule your posts to make your content work for you. It's so easy to do, so expandable. You can set up a store, you can set up email campaigns, whatever you want, Squarespace has the tools for it. So head to squarespace.com slash penaddict and you can sign up for a free trial today with no credit card required. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code penaddict. You'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and show your support for this show. That is squarespace.com slash penaddict. And when you decide to sign up, use the offer code penaddict and you will get 10% off your first purchase. Our thanks to Squarespace for their continued support of this show and all of Relay FM. On my Squarespace blog at penaddict.com, we had another guest post during the month that I think is worth checking out for a lot of reasons. Number one, uh, Dennis, who writes at A Fleeting Ripple, is is a new-ish blog over the last, I don't know, maybe two years or so. Uh, I've been reading a bunch of, does a great job, really excellent writer. And I enjoyed their take on the pilot, the vintage file, pilot vanishing point. Uh, Dennis had emailed me, said, hey, can I do a guest post on this? That I want to do specifically on the a vintage vanishing point. I was like, yes, please. Like that was, that was easy sell for me. And it's just a really good article. And y'all should all go read it because I actually learned some things that hmm. these very old vanishing points have a bit of a different filling mechanism and are not necessarily these modern pilot proprietary connections that you have um, with as, as far as like cartridges and converters go. So I thought that was interesting. So I learned a lot from that article. And if you want to go down the vintage pin route, I think a pilot vanishing point might be like a really good opportunity to like to say, you know, kind of broaden your horizons. Like if you get, you know, if you have all of the the bright acrylics or, or the, the interesting makers right now and you wanted to dabble a little bit in some vintage, like a vintage vanishing point uh, might be a pretty good 
uh, place to start. And you actually don't even have to get into the vintage category with the vanishing point to find something cool. Like the ones from the 90s, which Dennis is, is, is much older than that. But like the ones from the 90s, I wouldn't categorize as vintage, but they're a completely different pen than what the modern vanishing point is and some of my favorite designs. So I just wanted to put that in there as like, hey, that's something to look at if you're interested in learning about you know, where some of these modern pens that we use now came from looking at the vintage vanishing point might be a, a pretty fun place to start. Flipping the script completely uh-huh. is the uni Kuratoga dive mic, which mm. I have covered uh, ad nauseum here on this podcast. I've reviewed it on the blog courtesy of my good friend, Jacob, who sent me one from the first batch that was released in Japan And there's two new colors of the Kurotoga Dive coming. And I like bringing this up because I've gotten so much feedback and people want to know about this pencil. And it's such an interesting concept from Uni. And I'm all about it, even though it's not like technically a great writing instrument. Like if I'm going to choose a mechanical pencil, you're going to be hard pressed for me to say, hey, this is just a great pure mechanical pencil. But it's such an interesting design. I'm all aboard on on this concept even though it's what 45 50 and you can't buy them i'm gonna keep sharing this information in hopes that eventually uni is going to start making enough of them uh now that they're adding two colors so there is the original blue one which was like this deep blue ocean color they now have a very uh green uh kind of a little bit of a, a sea green type of color i don't know what you call it it's not like a bright green or kelly green or forest green it's kind of a tealish green and then, Mike, oof, they have an orange, an orange one. And these are these are plastic barrels. These are not metallic barrels. So this is like a, a shiny plastic uh, barrel on the Kurotoga Dive that you cannot buy. <laughs> like every time I talk about the Kurotoga Dive, I was like, this pencil is really cool and you can't have it. And that's been the theme of the dive. It's been, gosh, when did this first one come out? I think it finally hit the market like last February. So we're not quite a year into this and people still cannot buy the thing, right? And after Jacob sent me mine and they were no longer available in Japan on eBay, they were going for like between two and two and $300, which just d- don't do that. Like no one needs to, to spend that on a product that uni is going to continue to make. And hopefully they'll eventually make enough of them to where anyone who wants them can have them. We'll yeah. start seeing some. So I think when you're going from the singular blue release that immediately sold out to adding two more colors to now have a three color product lineup, certainly Mike, you're making more of them now, right? It is an entry. It is a permanent entry. If that was right. a concern for you before. Yes. Yeah. So like the um, Platinum Curidos, which we'll probably talk about sometime next month because we're getting on like a two-year anniversary. Like what has happened to that? Like where is my next Curidos? And uh, that's going to be one. I know. So it's getting to the point now where eh, what's going to happen to where with the Unicuratoga uni, uni Dive, I was like, well, they instantly sold out, but this feels like Let it's going say, to though, continue. That's such an interesting one to bring up. Like mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense to me of like the way people reacted to both of those pens, like mm-hmm. the Kuridas and the Kuratoga Dive. They're similar in like, oh, here are these pens that like they do something different and people are excited about it, and they're selling out everywhere. And people were doing for both, right? Like paying way over right. market price because they wanted to make sure they have one. But like in 
and I see what you're saying, right? About like, don't do that because they'll make more. But they they didn't make any more of the Kuridas. <laughs> but that's because there was some fatal flaws to the Kuridas, right? That's why right. they've not made more of them because the, the acrylic was cracking, right? In a bunch right. of them. The, um, yeah, the feed. The feed, sorry. The feed was cracking. And so what that may have shown, which is what I thought at the time, was there is a fundamental design flaw with this product right. for whatever reason. And I think it seems to be that way because that must have and I know it did cost a lot of money in research and development that product mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so there's clearly something wrong with how it's made or how they made it that they need to kind of go back and fix if they're ever going to bring it out again so yeah and I did want to totally go down this path but since I, I started it it's it's really the the shark fin on the barrel is where your finger grips it is the real design flaw they had a like they had a technical flaw and like the feeds cracking in the yeah, way yeah I hated the, the way it the, felt to hold because it was the painful nib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was holding out for version two forever. And the difference with the Kuratoga Dive is they don't need a version two. They just need to make more of what worked the first time, which mm-hmm. didn't is different from the, the Kuridas in, in that aspect. So I am, I guess I'm going to give them 2023 Platinum to resurrect and V2 the Kuridas. But uh, after that, I think it's, it's, they're just going to have to like have a, strike that line from the from the budget going forward i it it must not be possible and and that was the great hope right the great hope with the kuridas is that they're trying and i appreciate them trying and i think they're just gonna nope out of it here pretty soon right it just they it i don't want to say it failed but it didn't work right so all right moving on um one small update and I'll talk about this more probably next month, like all the changes that I'm going through and just like trying to get organized for 2023. And, you know, there's a lot of social media movement right now with the the mess that Twitter is in. So I created a status page. I'm calling it the status page and I've linked it to the Pen Addict blog Um uh, top, you know, header bar, right where all the the links uh-huh. are, where you can go to the shop and to the newsletter and and things like that. So I have a link up there called status. And the reason why I've done this is because Twitter has always been a place for me to say, "Hey, I'm running late on stream," or "Hey, Mike and I are pushing the podcast by an hour," and that's a good place for people to see you know, hey, why, where are Brad and Mike right now? Like, it, it's a little bit self-serving and it's a little bit weird to say, hey, people care about where I'm at. But if I say I'm going to be somewhere at a certain time, I would like to let listeners or followers know if I'm not going to be there. So I created this status page to where I can just go and give an update and link it directly to the blog. So people can just go to the blog, click status, and it says, hey, here's what my schedule looks like. For this this week. is fascinating. Schedule. I've never seen this before. I love this. This mm-hmm. is really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and you know, I can every Monday I can put up a schedule, and then if something changes during the week, I just go, I just put in a new status and say, "Hey, today's stream is moved from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m." Boom, and people can just go to penatic.com, click on status, and see what the status is. So, yeah, it's it's I'm happy to figure something out for this because I wanted to stop using Twitter for status, right? Because it's not everyone's on Twitter. uh, Not everyone cares. And I thought this would just be an easier place to find that kind of stuff. So 
anyway, that was I'm something. I'm going to buy one I'm of these and check it out. This is a really cool. So I like this. I like this. Here is a, a tip. Here is okay. a tip. If you like this, and if anyone listening like this, right now, and I'm not getting paid to say this, so um, these this status.lol pages are $5 for a year, but they're going up to $20 for a year starting January 1st. So I'm you should buy, buy them now. Right now I mean, $20 a year is a complete steal. But right now it's $5. And I signed up for it like a month or two ago because mm-hmm. this is where I have like my shortened URL pages, right? Yep. Like, uh, you know, all my social media pages. And there's a lot of little tools that these OMG LOL sites have is what it's called, OMG.LOL. Um, but you can buy your own domain for $5 through the end of the year. Then next year it goes up to $20 a year, which, like I said, I, I would instantly, from what I've already used this for and what I've already built from it, $20 a year is, is too cheap. So right now it's 5 so do it. I signed up for it. I'm going to take a look at yep. this. Uh, I wanted to share something I'm working on. Just I had a little idea the other day, and it's kind of like a thing that I'm focusing on for next year. I want to do more marketing around the theme system and Cortex Prime products. Like I mm-hmm. think I don't do a very good job with it, and I know that I could do more, but I'm not really sure how. So like I'm also looking at trying to get some help uh, next year too. But because this kind of like I had an idea the other day. I was like I was yo- I was doing yoga, so you know you always. I was to try to stretch out my back, you know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. I thought like, you know, for a while we've used, like it's it's mostly like a visual thing. So it's like the theme system, right? But uh, our designer, Simon, who came up with the original layout was like, oh, what about if we just style it as like theme with like the M-E bolded? So it's like me, which we don't really exactly. focus on very much, but it's just, I think it's like a cute little thing, even though it's yeah. what you don't. And it's just like, you know, some people might think of it as the me system. Some people think of it as the theme system. Like I think it works. And I was just rolling these things around in my brain and I came up with be the me you want to be in 2023. And I was like, oh, I love the way that sounds. (laughs) And I thought that like, so we've had, we've marketed the product for a long time as like, and and it's the tagline that we use, which Mm -hmm. is helping you live a more productive, effective life. And it's very like, productivity focused as a as an idea of like that the theme system can help you do your work but i know i have and many people use it as a way to help them be a better version of themselves and so i'm thinking like this idea of like the me you want to be i i like that as a as like just a cute little thing to say so i decided i just made a little instagram post and put it up and i'm just i just want to see how, if people react to it. And so like what I'm doing right now is it's the same visuals mostly of one of our previous posts that we did um, talking about like the the three-step system to a more productive, effective life. Like the three-step system was the previous marketing line that we mm-hmm. used. Mm-hmm. And so I'm running both of these as like boosted Instagram ads right now. Oh, nice. And I wanted to compare to see if like one of them seems to drive more traffic than the other. Um, just as like and this is like me dipping my toe in the water this is how i work right like i know this is the thing i want to do and i know that i a don't have the skills to to like effectively manage marketing right on like instagram or whatever right and b you don't have the time like to do it effectively but if anything i ever want to do i always want to be the person that starts the work so i have Mm -hmm. a real base understanding and then if i want to progress it then i'll find someone who's better than me to help 
right? So like I always right. like to kind of like understand that little part first. And so I was like, all right, I want to try and just dip my toe in with this a little bit more. And I have been like this past year, I've been running some Instagram ads and stuff. And basically I've come away that like, it's very confusing to manage and like really hard to do. But there are people that understand what they're doing. Like if you try and use like, they have like two different ways you can advertise on Instagram. You can like boost a post, which is the easiest. Or you can use the like meta business manager tool, which right. is unbelievably complicated yeah i gave up on that years ago it's so hard and so like but there are people that really understand how to use that right. stuff right so like i i feel it for me to really get effectively what i'm looking for i have to do this because with the instagram boosting thing all you can do is just like boost your posts right and it's mostly the same outcomes but if you want to create marketing that is not on your page you have to do it through the meta business manager right so mm. like if i want to create just something for instagram stories and just promote it to people on instagram stories i have to make that and upload it to meta's business tool to get it right because you, yeah. you can't like promote story it's like it's quite complicated so like you know whenever you see someone's done like a video thing that you're and you're watching like a story like and it looks like a story but it's an ad like that's right. done through Meta's business tools. So it's really complicated and very confusing. I accidentally got banned twice a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> uh, but I will say, like I did a thing and they did not like it, but I got the bans over, like appealed, like or whatever. Like I appealed them and they, they were like, yep, no problem. Like, so I was actually quite impressed by that. <laughs> it's because basically it's more I... Of an oops. Yeah, Gray made a video, right, about the theme oh. system journal and we put it on our page. Like we uploaded it to Instagram because like, why not? And I was like, oh, why don't I promote that? Nope, they did not sure. like that. And which I was huh. actually quite impressed with because they obviously thought that I was stealing a Gray video and uploading it. Uh, so I, okay. I thought sure. that's what I assumed was the case. They didn't tell yeah. me, but as soon as that ad was submitted, like 20 minutes later, they were like, your account's been banned from advertising. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and so I, I appealed it. I explained to them kind of like why we were using it. And they were like, yeah, cool. And then they let it run and then banned me again. <laughs> I was like, I had to contact them and be like, uh, you just said this uh, is okay. Hey. And then they're like, yeah, no worries. <laughs> So they have good tools, I guess, but it's com yeah. it's complicated and confusing. But uh, yeah, I've just started doing it. I buy go buy a theme system journal. Is the other thing. It's time. Yeah, I saw this yesterday in Instagram, and I noticed it. Like I, it it was you know towards the top of my algorithm. Mm. I went in there, clicked it, and be the me you want to be in twenty twenty three. I love that. Um, Thank I've you. always I've always noticed. I mean, from whenever y'all first designed the theme system, always. The me always stood out in that. I thought that was a very important part of it, like accidentally on purpose type of thing. Yeah. Some people like it, some people don't. I like yeah. it, but we don't push on it very much. Like, yeah, I, and I, I, don't I like it as a subtle thing, but we don't yeah. make it a thing. Yeah, and I don't see it unless I want to see it, and if yep. I want to see it, I'll, I'll see it. But uh, yeah, it was... Uh, and uh, I just a, a little... My initial feedback when I saw the me you want to be, uh, I initially went to Severance, right? Like if you've seen Severance oh, or if anyone's seen Severance, um, yeah. there's a book in Severance called The You You Are. Um, so <laughs> I, I initially was like, what is Mike doing? <laughs> there has been some conversation in my household which I agree with about like that this is maybe too simple of a line and like it's not clever like so oh i actually Adina, think it's clever me and adina have lots of conversations about marketing right 
because yeah. she came from that world. And exactly. And so like we talk about it, and she's like, I don't know, like it's a little bit, and I agree with her. It's a little bit like on the nose. Mm-hmm. But what I, the reason I decided to do it is, well, I want to see if this works with more people than what I think is smart. Yes. Right. Like it's, it's a push thing. Yes. Like let's, let's push this a little bit and mm-hmm. see what happens. If it works great. And if it doesn't, well, I've also learned something from that like, too. Right. A three step system to a more productive life really works on me, but maybe that, and it works on some people, but maybe something as simple as be the me you want to be in 2023 works more. And like, cause yeah. what I'm also thinking about is like one, I'm one of the other reasons that came to my mind is like new year, new me, like that idea. I'm pushing on that, right? Like a thing that I did in this one that I never usually do, I put like hashtags on it and stuff too. Like I'm trying to like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you've kind of got to face what you're trying to do, you know, and this yep. is like one of those things. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. With you. Yeah. We're very similar. It's like, do I really want to put 20 hashtags on this? And yeah. my answer is is 99% of the time, no. But sometimes it needs 20 hashtags. Yeah, and also right? it's like you can make the decision, but you know what you should be doing. And right. so like when I think about this, like, you know, I think about like um, Gray's theme last year was basically around like realizing that if he's going to be a YouTuber, he has to do the things YouTubers do. Mm-hmm. Right, like it's part of being that role, like you know, making your thumbnails more enticing, changing them, right, so you can maybe trick the algorithm into sending your videos to more people. Like that is what it's like to be a YouTuber. And I mm-hmm. figure, you know, if we are trying to make a product and sell it to an audience, that is the and the idea is larger than, or like more broad than just the podcast listenership, right? Like, right. I feel like at this point. Cortex listeners, they're either in or they're out, or they can jump in whenever they want. They know it's there. They understand. But I want more people to know about this than listen to Cortex, right? Like, I just want to get it out wider to the world. And so I've kind of got to push into these other little areas if I'm going to make that a thing. So, yeah. And this is all uh, training wheels for our next product, which is ready now it's all there set nice but i've just got well, to decide was, when we're going to put it on sale well it was always going to be 2023 to begin with so. yeah yeah so well it wasn't it was especially uh, well okay yeah. well <laughs> six months ago six it months decided ago. that it was going to be 2023 yes. <laughs> and so like that this product i think it's more so like the theme system journal requires like you've got to be in on the idea yes to buy the thing and I'm trying to cut out that middle part of like, you've got to be in on the yep. ideas. Like this is just, I think a nice thing that people would want. And so I'm trying to like dip my toe into the marketing world more because I think we can make a bigger push on this second product. Right. But so yeah, this is uh hopefully it's going to be a, a decent 2023 for Cortex brand. We're going to try and be the me we want to be. <laughs> nice. Nice. Love it. Uh, since we're we're completely off the rails, we'll get yeah. to uh, we'll get to our final topic here in one minute. Um, I, my little uh, nephew over the Christmas holidays, we we're playing a trivia game, and you know it was a it's like a generational trivia. So there's like you know 
questions for millennials, questions for Gen X, all this, like whatever. So, so one of the more modern, you know, for the younger kids questions was, can you name like, or what's, what's the name of the most popular like science YouTuber or whatever, something like that. And my little nephew is like saying a couple names and he drops CGP gray. And I'm like, oh, it just man. broke my freaking head. Like it just broke my head. Did you try and, and show like, him how cool you were? No, no. I was oh. like, what did you just say? I literally go, what did you just say CGP gray? <laughs> And he's like, yeah. He's like, I don't know. I was just trying to get the answer, and I was like, yeah, that wasn't what I was getting at. So anyway, it was it was just it was just funny. The uh, he was being the me he wanted to be at that time. So I guess uh, so. Great, right? So, all right, let's uh, let's talk about getting ready for next year real quick, uh, and uh, let's start with our friends at Penchalet. This is a great way to get ready. Go to penchalet.com, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com. At the moment, I'm just going to tell you straight up. Ron said tell everyone we're having a huge year-end <laughs> inventory as he called it blowout sale yep now i feel like if pen chalet are having a blowout sale there's going to be some incredible deals <laughs> available yep. to you they have the products that you are looking for from the brands that you love they add new stuff all the time they have sales all the time but every now and again you get one of these very special sales they have you know, and we're going to look at some of this stuff. I know Brad's digging in as we speak right now. Yep, yep. But they have fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils. They have carrying cases and pen holders and refills and converters and everything you are looking for. Pen Chalet sell internationally with great shipping rates. They also do free shipping on orders over $75 in the U.S. Pen Chalet has low prices on high-quality pens, and they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So go to penchalet.com, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com, click the podcast link at the top of the website, and use the password PENADDICT. You will find some special offers there and get the code that you need to save 10% on anything at any time at Pen Chalet. Brad, what is uh, catching your attention right now? Well, there's <laughs> there's actually so much going on. I'm trying to decipher everything here. So on our normal page, you have your your great deals. I I am eyeballing the diplomat diplomat Elox ring rollerball pens, which are really really inexpensively priced relative to their fountain pen uh, compatriots here. They're they're super low price. The Mayora is doing some really interesting materials and designs. It's a product I really like. They have a gold nib fountain pen, the Alpha K, uh, listed here for. Or a crazy like it's got to be over 50% off price here for uh, a really nice gold nib fountain pen then you have your classics uh, your classic Visconti homo sapiens in here which have a nice a nice discount and then what I'm trying to wrap my head around is all of the year-end stuff on top of this uh, and I'm still just kind of fascinated with everything on on this list so the inventory reduction piece of this is like 10%, an extra 10% off of a lot of already discounted items. And there's gift with purchase, like buying narwhal pens, getting a free Odyssey A5 Tomoe River booklet and memo notebook with that. Um, I'm still going, there's so much here to kind of decipher. Like I don't know that I can get it all in like one podcast segment here, Mike, but there is a lot of great deals. Uh, a lot of things you should check out. Just scroll through the list. So I'm looking at my little scroll bar on the window as I'm scrolling down this one page. I haven't forever, made it man. like a quarter of the page yeah. down, and I've already seen like 20 or wow, 30 uh, so products. So All the inks, I, so many inks available. 
Yeah, so I'm not going to be able to refine this much more <laughs> for y'all right now, other than to say you really need to go look at all of the great deals yep. that are happening right now at Penchalet for the year end. It looks like you have till Sunday to get uh, to get in on on most of this stuff. So yeah, go check it out. Yeah. Ooh, the- there's my my uh, my Homo Sapiens lava that I like the white one that I have that's that's cheaper than I paid for mine so yeah that's that's a there's some good deals in here so I'm just scrolling down and kind of ooing and eyeing it at what's a good deal ooh the Y Studio resin fountain pen one of my favorites cheaper than I paid for mine so yeah there's some good stuff here go check it out penchalet.com p-e-n-c-h-a-l-e-t.com our thanks to penchalet for the continued support of this show and Relay FM all right, so I did kind of want to hit a mini topic here this week because what I've found myself doing starting Monday was taking this opportunity the last week of the year to get ready for the first of 2023. So this is normally a down week for a lot of people. You know, they're either on vacation or taking off work. You know, the gap between, say, like the Christmas holiday and the new year, that week is usually pretty quiet on the business front, on the personal front. It's a lot of rest, recuperation. Um, but some people, you know, obviously are working, working like normal. Um, and this is a normal week for me. This is a full work week for me. Uh, because I've been off essentially like the week and a half leading up to Monday, yep. right? Like between vacation and podcast schedules and blog schedules, we took the the lead up into the Christmas weekend as my downtime. So now I'm on starting Monday, right? So full schedule. So one of the things I started to do was to get ready for 2023. And from a stationary perspective, what all does that entail? So Number one, I'm kind of looking around at what I am actively using. What, you know, fountain pens do I have inked up that need to be cleaned, right? What notebooks on my desk need to be stored and put away? What um, what old planners from previous years need to be audited? What planners for the new year need to be set up, you know, things like that. So like the the main things I got done just on Monday, and I've been doing a little bit every day this week. So on Monday, I have essentially two desks I work from in my house. Where I'm sitting at right now is my streaming and podcasting desk, right? So I have a lot of accessories, a lot of things right at hand, and a lot of electronical equipment on here. Um So this is one desk. And then I have kind of like a separate writing and work desk in my bedroom that is near my photo setup Mm. for taking photos. And that desk tends to get a lot of storage because I'm usually in here on the stream desk, you know, podcasting desk. I will just work here a lot of the days because I'm already spending hours of here uh, on most days anyway. So my other desk ends up being storage. So I started cleaning it up. I literally got everything off of that desk that has been building up over the past several months, right? And this is the week to do that, right? To give you that fresh start into 2023. Hey, get all the stuff off the desk that you don't need. In relation to that, I cleaned a bunch of fountain pens last week in preparation for wanting to ink up a bunch of new pens to start the year. That's just kind of something I want to do. Just gives me this fountain pen refresh. There's a bunch of pens I haven't been using, a bunch of inks I haven't been using that I'm really desperate to use. Like my my fancy Namiki that 
I haven't been using for a while. That's going to be the first thing they can get inked up. Mm. My my Elwood Pocket Master, my, my celebration pen from earlier this year. I got a nib grind on it in San Francisco, and I haven't really used it that much, right? So because I've had so many other pens and inks and everything rolling through. So I'm thinking about what pens I'm going to ink for 2023. In order to do that, I need to clean up a bunch of ink pens. I have two pens inked up right now. So, or two pens that I'm actively using inked up. Uh, my 823 Fujiyama Blue, you know, the Bunga Box 823, and the Pen Addict Bennu, uh anniversary pen. So those I kept inked up, everything else got cleaned out because I'm about to ink up probably six pens like this weekend or next week sometime. Then um, I really wanted to get my planner set up for 2023. I think we'll dig into that a little bit further next week. So next week, I want you and I to talk about like our 2023 plans, ideas, goals, planners, specifically stationary, things we're using, things I'm anxious to like get underway for next year. So we'll talk about that, but I was setting that up for 2023. So it's really been a productive week on the organizing, cleaning, separating out, storing, deciding on plans for all of my stationery mm-hmm. to you know, you can do it for any day, but you know, obviously the, the first of the year is a really good break, breaking point to just kind of start something new. And what I want to do is start with a clean desk and a clean pen case and a clean notebook. So I've been doing all of those things this week to give me kind of a head start next week. And this goes for like digital cleanup too, right? Like I organize my notes in Ulysses to better utilize, you know, the the different topics I'm covering, the type of content I want to create. So I spent some time digitally cleaning too, Mike. So like that's important. And this is a good time of week to get all of that stuff organized and get ready for 2023. So I'll be doing more of that this week. Um, you know, I'm, I have to clean up this desk that I'm sitting at right now. It's got too many notebooks and too many pens sitting here from things that I've used and things that I've shown on stream or on the podcast. And it just kind of builds up like all the cruft builds up. And like, I'm looking at two ink bottles and some, you know, some pens that need to be stored away and just stuff that doesn't normally live on this desk needs to go. And now's the time to do it. So I just wanted to bring that up. So hopefully everyone can get ready for a great 2023 in the stationary world, get get writing, get planning, get motivated to use the things that you have. And uh, yeah, I am getting myself ready and getting excited uh, for the new year. Yeah, I'm in this space too of like clean, trying to clean up my desks and trying to find new organization. Like it, for me, it's mostly the keyboard stuff than the pen stuff. Like I feel like yeah. I got my pen stuff pretty taken care of. However, saying that, I now remember that I have not unpacked my... Alex drawers Oof. in the new house. So mm-hmm. when we were moving out, because I have those those large that like large chest of drawers, right, where I can put my pen right. stuff in it. I took all of the stuff out and like put it in bags, right, like backpacks, so the pens would be safer. I've unpacked some, but most of it is not like my field notes are unpacked, that kind of stuff. But I have tons of pens in a few backpacks that I need to go through and uh, and sort through. Oh, God. I don't even want yep. to think about that. <laughs> but here at the studio, I'm, like, working on uh, 
just tidying some some of my desk stuff up a bit. And next year I want to get, I want to do a bit of a refresh at some point for the studio, get some shelving in here or something to kind of just give me a bit better uh, storage and for some stuff. Yeah. That I got, so. Yeah, I have all of those tasks mm-hmm. need to be done, and they tend to fall down the list from mm-hmm. like whatever is the most important thing we're right doing right now. And, and with me, like I, I always say, like I, I just everything stacks up on my desk like vertically, so I end up having these piles of stuff, and I just okay, let's take this pile, let's break it down, and let's get let's put the things where they're supposed to be instead of creating these huge piles of stationery and notebooks and pens and randomness on my desk. All right. Is that it for this week? I think that's it for this week. So uh, next week, new year, Mike. Yep. Be the me you want to be, right? In 2023, baby. New year, Let's do new it. us. Let's do it. Uh, if you want to find Brad online, go to penaddict.com, spokedesign.com, twitch.tv slash penaddict. What else? You need to tell me now. What else? Man, that's... No, that's that's really good. Like, I'm still on Twitter at Dowdyism for now. Like, okay. that's a good place to like see when articles get posted and things like that. But that could be changing uh, soon next year. So, I think we'll we'll figure out maybe a new outro next year to yep. uh, kind of kind of nail down like all of the places. So maybe there's just be one place you can go to find all the things. And right now, penaddict.com is the best place place to go. Everything that I do is linked in the navigation bar up top, and uh, that's where I am. Uh, you can go you can go to MikeHelly.net and you can see everything that I'm up to and go to themesystem.com, cortexmerch.com. Uh, thank you so much to Squarespace and Pen Chalet for the support of this week's episode. Most of all, thank you all for listening and being around with us throughout 2022 and we cannot wait to join you all in 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. Say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.